Welcome everyone to the Hotel Nerd Network brought to you by Anchor. What's Anchor you say? It is an easy way to make a podcast like this one for free. That's right, I said it, for free. But not only that, you can record from the comfort of your home, on the PC, or on the go with your phone. They have everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best feature is that they even distribute the podcast for you on multiple platforms, so you don't have to stress on getting your content out there for the world to hear. If you're looking for a free and easy way to make a podcast, download the Anchor app on your mobile device or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, uh, I know it's been a while since I've actually done a live video. I apologize for that. Uh, just things have been a little crazy. Things have been moving pretty fast uh, on multiple fronts. And as I'm sure you can tell, I'm in a different setting with a different setup. So I hope my audio is okay. I hope my video is fine. It looks fine to me. Um, I guess I could take this out of my ear so I don't feel like I'm magnifying myself. <clears throat> I wanted to start a new show because I'm not getting anybody for Let's Talk right now. So I'm going to try to do a solo outing, even though I feel like I do absolutely dismal at solo outings. Um, going to do a top 10 show. As cliche as that sounds. Uh, today is top 10 anime. These are my personal top 10. I do want to get your personal top 10. Uh, because what I want to do is take everybody's top 10, figure out the average of where everything falls, and then I will release the average top 10 for the overall viewers that want to um, participate in the channel. So, with that said, we'll go with my top 10 at the moment. First up on the list, I'm going to go do, do this 10 through 1. So, we're going to start low to high. We're going to start out with Ronin Warriors. Uh, most people my age may not be familiar with this one. And just to date myself, I'm in my mid-30s. I stumbled on this one solely by accident and as much as i love the show the reason it's number 10 and being it was my intro to anime without me knowing what anime was is uh it's as i get older i feel like it doesn't age very well but I still like to go back and watch it occasionally for the nostalgia trip. Uh, overall, the episode count isn't extremely long. I think it's like 64, 65 episodes, I think. And that might be generous. Uh, there are a decent twists with characters. Uh, a lot of them you can kind of sort of see coming. Well, I shouldn't say a lot of them. All of them you can see coming, considering the story. In the mythic storyline that it has. Um, because when you're dealing with mythical. And you set yourself into a hole. And you write yourself into a corner. There's only one way the story can go. And it's like you as a viewer is like oh. 
Gotcha. I'll see you in a few episodes. And I like you. Maybe. So, uh, again, this is my intro to anime without knowing that it was anime. I just thought it was a cartoon because when I saw this, I was a kid. Uh, to me, it was animated. It was a cartoon. It was fun. It was great. It kept me entertained. It kept me from doing stupid stuff at the house. Uh, and when you live in the middle of nowhere in the country, and it's really hard to keep yourself entertained because there's nothing to do other than walk in the woods, you, you go with what you got. So, uh, with that, we'll move on to number nine. And again, if there's anything that I'm doing wrong, or you think I could be doing better, I know there's one person watching right now. Comment. Let me know. Please. So I can get better. Because without critique, without being told that I'm screwing up, I won't be able to fix things that I know that I don't know that I'm screwing up. So on to number nine, Digimon Adventure. And I kind of cheated on this one because I put seasons one, two, try, and the final film, Final Evolution, all together. Because to me, Digimon uh, Adventure is one series because it's continuous. It's a cheat, but I can't talk about Digimon Adventure without talking about everything else. Uh, the final film was amazing. It was on my other top 10 video, uh, top 10 movies of 2020 that I saw. And then even then it was a cheat because really it was a 2019 release and not a 2020. It was 2020 for us in America, 2019 in Japan. <clears throat> but um so you know my roles my channel whatever <clears throat> that being said this story is pretty straightforward it's very simple to follow be honest the first arc is really rough to get through i struggle through the devimon arc every time i hate the devimon arc so much and then once we get past Devimon and we hit Edamon, which is the second villain, then it I, it's doable. And then when you hit my Otismon, it's like, okay, now I'm in. <clears throat> so, uh, came out in 1999 in America. I want to say it was 96 in Japan, I think. I don't know. I don't have that note written down here. But I know it was 99 because I remember it very well because it was on Fox Kids and I would get off the bus. I would turn the TV on and there was two anime I watched every single day, Monday through Friday. And it was Dragon Ball Z and Digimon. And it was normally Digimon on before Dragon Ball Z on two different channels. So uh, and then the new episodes of Digimon would always be on Saturdays. <clears throat> but. It's a, how do I want to say this? Yeah, I have it written down here as great intro anime for anyone that wants to be introduced to anime. I guess that depends on your flavor, but considering how easy the storyline is to follow, 
kind of can't say that it's not an easy one to get into. Uh, so that's why it's number nine. And like I said, growing up, that was one of mine that I was like, I have to watch this. Even though I know I've seen these five episodes leading up to the new one, I need to watch it again. So that way I just, you know, entertainment, middle of nowhere, in the woods. So you'll find that a lot of this is middle of nowhere, entertainment in the woods. That's why I ended up watching these things. That and we had really, really crappy internet. So if it was on TV, I watched it. Yes, I watched Sailor Moon. Yes, I hate Sailor Moon. Yes, I know I'm going to catch a lot of shit for saying that. But you know what? I don't care. I don't like Sailor Moon. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> rant over. Uh, <laughs> with that, we'll move on to number eight. Naruto Shippuden. Uh, well, first things first. Shit ton butter to Naruto. Need I say any more? <laughs> the shit ton better than Naruto. Uh, still has a lot of filler, but the nice thing about the filler, it's in chunks. It's not 300 episodes, and I know I'm exaggerating, but it sure as fuck feels like 300 episodes of bullshit filler to get to the final two episodes where Naruto leaves with Jiraiya, and then you go to ship it in. Why? Why would you do that to us, Naruto? That's what killed the Naruto craze. All the useless, needless filler <laughs> killed Naruto. That's why I get so much shit now. <clears throat> uh, it was a great... Honestly, the first episode was great. Great tease to lead up to what was coming. I think it was like 34, 35 episodes later. Like the first five minutes is the lead up into the episode 34 or 35, which was, it's amazing that they did that. I love that they did that. Uh, and just to build all the way up to the final arc with the fourth uh, Ninja War, which if you haven't seen the fourth Ninja War and you want to watch it, it is on Toonami right now. Uh, they just recently started it, actually. So you want to be too terribly far behind. Now, there are filler arcs in the Fourth Great Ninja War. Uh, Kakashi has a filler arc. I think it was Kakashi. Yeah. Yeah, Kakashi, I'm pretty sure, was the one that had the filler arc. Not a bad filler arc, to be honest. It's actually pretty decent. <clears throat> Uh, he knows I talk about filler a lot when I'm talking about Naruto. <laughs> mm, man, bad taste in my mouth when it comes to Naruto and filler. But Shippuden made up for it for the most part. Not completely, but for the most part. I will watch Shippuden again without watching Naruto again. Because Naruto has two things that I absolutely hate about Naruto. Believe it. And filler. Hate them both with a passion. So, fuck off Naruto. I love Naruto Shippuden. Which sounds weird to say that I like the sequel series over um, 
the original series, but you'll find that that does happen again in this list. Number seven, Bleach. And in case you are a Bleach fan and you didn't know this, the Thousand Year Quincy War arc is coming. They are finishing it. Thank God. It's supposed to be this year. I see it being maybe 2022. But they haven't announced for 2021. I think it was fall of 2021. I have to double check when I get home. Because as of right now, I'm held up in my hotel where I work. Because a goddamn snowstorm. We're expecting over 20 inches of snow. Go team. Uh... <laughs> And I'm bored as hell, so I'm doing this video. That, and I feel like doing this video because I haven't put any shit out in over a month because I've been sick and I've been busy. Anyhow, um, God, I'm I feel like I'm having campion moments here. Uh, <laughs> all right, Bleach, great introduction arc. The introduction to Bleach is amazing. Uh, explaining to him about soul reapers and hollows and uh that he's the one that has to take charge because she's too injured I'm trying to remember it's been forever since i've seen the initial arc but uh he has to take charge because she's injured and she gave his powers to him uh which makes him like a half a soul reaper which they call a substitute soul reaper or shimigami if I'm pronouncing that word right, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that right. Um, the second arc, oh, the second arc is by far, I feel, the best arc in the entire series. The rescue arc is amazing, especially when he gets Bankai for the first time. And Byakuya is just like, dude, what the fuck? That's a piece of shit, that's a piece of shit Bankai. That's not Bankai at all. <laughs> and then when he wrecks shop is... Wow. And I'm sorry for anybody that hasn't seen these series yet, but just know I'm, yes, I'm giving small spoilers away, but I'm not describing small spoilers very well. So you still get the uh, pop effect when it happens. Um, filler arcs actually aren't bad. There's a couple. I want to say there's three. I know the Mount arc, which is fairly early on in the series. Uh, comment below or comment in the chat if I'm missing something. I know the Mount arc is early. I want to say this after the rescue arc. Yeah. Yeah, that's after the rescue arc. Um, the Fig Zompok 2 arc, I remember. And that was late. That was very late in the series. I feel like there was another one. And I can't put my finger on it. I swear to God there was a third one. And I can't think of it. Because if I remember correctly, it was the weakest of the three. But the Bount arc is really good. The first one, it, it, I'll be honest, annoys the shit out of me at the beginning. But, it, oh, the Bount arc, it's so good at the end. And it gives a lot of history and a lot of lore and a lot of world building to lead up into the show. That's the great thing about the filler arcs, though. As much as I might hate some of the filler that's involved in Bleach, it all ties into the show. 
It isn't random, useless bullshit like Naruto. Naruto should have taken the page from Bleach and, you know, did Phil right. Make it concisely with your uh, storyline. And then maybe, maybe the fans might not hate you so much. Oh, yeah. It don't give us 300 episodes worth of bullshit. <clears throat> Sorry. Naruto is a rage point of my anime existence. <clears throat> All right. Uh, and I, again, cannot wait. Can, 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 cannot wait for the Thousand Year Quincy War arc. That arc is the strongest arc in the entire series, in my opinion. <clears throat> I want to reread it because there's so much shit that happens. So many people get Bonkai. So much of Ichigo's past is revealed. And it's insane. It's batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, expect this one to go up. If they do the Thousand Year Quincy War arc right, this could easily land in my top three. And my top three uh, is going to be really, really hard to get in there. So, <clears throat> moving on to number six, Black Clover. Currently ongoing into its second arc. And yes, I know people are going to say, well, how can it only be at second arc? It's been around since 2019. I think it was 2019. It might have been 2018. Well, the first arc just recently ended. <laughs> uh, 134 episodes in, and we finally finished the first arc. No, I can't be right. 114. 114 episodes in, and they finished the first arc. Now we're up to, and we're into the 130s now. So, yeah. 114 episode arc. That's insane. Show me one other anime that does that, first off. Because the first arc is split into sub-arcs. There are sub-arcs within the main overall overarching arc. <clears throat> but show me 114 episodes for one arc. That's nuts. Does One Piece do that? I don't know. I've never watched One Piece. You want to know why I don't want to watch One Piece? A thousand fucking episodes. Sorry. Not doing it. That and the dubbing annoyed the shit out of me. And I don't feel like watching and reading a thousand episodes worth of subtitles. Fuck off. <clears throat> Uh, Linear's and Black Clover is very simple. And <laughs> I was listening to a show, and I gotta give a shout out to this show. Um, let me, I wanna make sure I do this right. The show is called, and it can be found on Spotify, it can be found anywhere, honestly. Um, Anime Out of Context. And I'm actually listening to the Black Clover episode right now. And uh, I do gotta. Lo I love their. <laughs> I love Sean's description in that uh, episode of what Black Clover is. Discount fairy tale. Not wrong. 
I'll agree to that. Mere discount fairy tale. And their biggest, his biggest gripe that I've heard of thus far is um, Asta's uh, voice actor. And apparently the voice actor is bad in Japanese as well. Asta is probably the most annoying, obnoxious protagonist that I've ever, ever fucking watched. I would rather follow Yuno at this point. Because Asta is just, oh my god. Shoot me in the head, please. That's how bad Asta is as a protagonist. Even though he does some pretty cool shit. He's got a pretty interesting story built up so far. But Asta as a character, just as just Asta, if you take Asta, he is bottom of the barrel protagonist for me. But he is, uh, the show is saved by great side characters and great secondary characters. Uh, and the off the base humor from time to time. <clears throat> Uh, not much more can be said about that other than it's currently ongoing. Uh, we're getting ready to go into, we're trying to think what they call this arc. Um, the diamond arc, I think it is the diamond kingdom arc or dark triad arc. That might even say that might even fit better the dark triad arc. So number five. And this one might go up on the list, too. Attack on Titan. This one, depending on how this finishes out, manja is almost done. Anime is on its final season. Depending how this finishes, this might, might go up on my list. And it's already halfway up there. So, uh, yes, I know people bitch and complain that Oh, we never got the answer to the key in the first and the second season. Yeah, watch season three. You get the answer. Guess what? The answer blows your fucking mind and it leads right into season four. It's crazy how stories do that. It's like reading the Harry Potter books. It's like, you didn't get all the answers until, well, most of the answers until the sixth book. Because a lot of shit didn't connect until you read the sixth book. That's good storytelling. It's great world building. Uh, especially the third season. The third season really, really did that. Especially right towards the end. Holy shit. Did it build the world. And it built the world very, very fast. And it got very, very dark. Very, very quickly. <clears throat> um, also, nice little side note here. There is, I can't remember what episode it is. But when you're watching the end credits... And when it's on Toonami at midnight, and you're not expecting this shit, and you're halfway the fuck asleep when you're watching this shit, uh, there's a really creepy ending that teases the almost end of season three, but it gives nothing away. It's completely spoiler-free, completely out of context, completely off the fucking wall. <clears throat> so... Just know, when you're watching season three, make sure you're watching the credits. Because one of the episodes has some crazy shit in it. And it's called Creepy Ending. And it's 
it fits the bill. It's creepy. Very, very creepy. So, um, political intrigue. A lot of people bitched about that too in the first season. There's no political intrigue. There should be a lot of people trying to stab people in the back and do this, that, and every other thing to try to make it up in the world because the world want to be as linear as what it's portrayed as. Well, guess what? You get that in what is it? Season. Season two, I think, is when we start killing other humans. Pretty sure. Um, when Levi's uncle or whatever he is, uh, when Kenny the Ripper goes like completely batshit crazy and tries to take out the the Survey Corps. Yeah, you trust me. You get political intrigue. It's there. You just got to be patient for it because you know what? Great storytelling. Don't judge a book by its cover. Read the goddamn book. You might be surprised. Um, and the mystery in itself is great. Great mystery. And the mystery is not completely solved yet either. <clears throat> we got most of the answers, but not all of them. Number four. This one's concluded. My favorite mobile suit Gundam series, Iron-Blooded Orphans. Oh, I want to go into so much detail about this one. So much. But I don't want to spoil anything either. Uh, story is super complex. I'll tell you right now, you miss an episode, you're going to be like, what in the fuck did I miss? Um, so... Be sure that you're watching every episode and you're paying attention to every episode because this show will mind fuck you unless you pay attention. So uh, the deaths that happen in this show, especially at the tail end of the second season, and mind you, there's only two seasons. So when the shit hits the fan in the end of the second season, you feel it. It really hurts which is really great. Uh, the ending is amazing. Absolutely gorgeous ending to the series. Uh, the music, the intro music, the music in general is just amazing. <clears throat> I can't really go into any more details without spoiling anything because I can't really say anything about anything without spoiling something which is the great thing about this show because as much as you want to talk about it and you want somebody new to watch this show if you say anything you're going to ruin something which means you tell people to watch it and be like no just go in completely naked and not even knowing what the fuck's going on because it's the best way to watch this show it really is Without knowing a goddamn thing, just watch it. It's amazing. <clears throat> Number three. My Hero Academia. Okay. For everybody that knows me, already knows this. I am a sucker for superheroes. I am a sucker for anime. So why wouldn't I be a sucker for superhero anime? That's a no-brainer. It's great world. 
some pretty sketchy laws and rules. Great main villain. Oh my god, the the main villain. Uh, I guess you can argue there's two main villains, but the one I'm thinking of when you meet him, I think you meet him in season three. You see him briefly, I believe, at the end of season one. But when you really meet him in season three, whew, holy shit. The fight that ensues is amazing. <clears throat> and I'm not even going to talk about that fight. Because, again, I don't want to spoil shit for people. I want you to go into this without knowing a goddamn thing and just going off my recommendations and watching and just sitting down and just chilling the fuck out and just binge the shit out of a show and just be like, mind fucking blown. So, My Hero Academia with that fight did that for me. <clears throat> the characters, overall characters, amazing. The whole class of 1A, They all mean something, including Mineta. I hate Mineta. So much hate Mineta. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. You know what? I don't care because that's how much I hate the damn kid. He's annoying. He does have his moments, though. But God, is he fucking annoying. <laughs> uh, actions do have consequences. If you break a rule, you break a law, you're going to get nailed for it. And you're going to have to pay the piper. Again, the show is currently ongoing. It's getting ready to release its fifth season in a couple of months. Uh, the manja is in a really super dark place right now, which is amazing because that means that we're either going to get that in season five or season six. So I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, it might even be season seven. But I hope five, six, and seven, or they start laying the groundwork for the deep dark shit, because I'm ready for it. Number two, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. First thing to say about this, in case you don't know, Full Metal Alchemist was first. This is not a sequel series. This is a retelling of the original oh excuse me of the original series that uh had a bunch of shit shoehorn into uh it really towards the end and left you going what the fuck unless you watch the um conqueror shambhala movie which is the true ending to full metal alchemist And you're still left with the what the fuck <laughs> a little bit because all the other shit that got shoehorned in. This is a more accurate, faithful telling of the manja or manga. I don't know. Whichever way people say it. I've heard it pronounced like four different ways. It's so much better than the original. There's some shit that they... Could have done better. That the original did do better. But overall. This overall show is better. Than Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, it, 
for me personally, I got emotionally involved with a lot of the characters. Uh, one character in particular that died who happened to be my favorite character that I'm not going to say about, but when it happens, it crushed the shit out of me. Um, if you know, most people know who I'm talking about. And it happens fairly, fairly easily and fairly, fairly quickly into the show. Like, I think 14 episodes in. <clears throat> uh, very easy to follow storyline. It's about two brothers that are looking to... They, they screwed up. They tried to do something taboo and it cost them their bodies. One an arm, one a leg, hence the name Full Metal Alchemist. And then the other one completely lost the body. And uh, they're on this pursuit to regain what they lost. Try to atone for their sins, basically. <clears throat> the battle, the final battle, uh, is... I'm trying to think how to say this without being spoilery. The final battle actually had me invested enough to the point to where I actually stood up and was cheering for the main character to kick the, the villain's ass. Only anime to ever do that for me. Ever. And then when I still watch it, I watched it about four times. Like the whole series as a whole. I watched it about four times now. I still find myself still having that urge to want to do that. That's how invested I get into this goddamn storyline, even though I know what the fuck is coming. That's just how it is. That's how invested I get. And the number one, and I know I'm going to catch shit for this. I know I am. I so, so, so know I am. But it's okay, because it's my number one. And I'll explain why it's my number one. Dragon Ball Z. First off, we will never, 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 never talk about GT other than right now because it's such a fucking shit show <laughs> then that's the only thing that's going to be said about GT unless I make an episode of top 10 worst anime I guarantee you it'll be on there and I almost guarantee you where it's going to be unless I find something to replace it which I think there might be one candidate that I've watched that could potentially knock it off the number one pedestal <clears throat> Anyhow, this is the first quote-unquote major uh, anime that I had fallen into, purely by accident, same as Ronin Warriors. This is where I actually was enlightened to what anime was. The anime is actually different to uh, American animation or cartoons, as people here call them. Uh, I actually stumbled across it. People call it the best arc, which is Frieza. Also happens to be the longest arc. And, uh, let's just say, first off, show of hands for anybody that is in this room, which I know there's only one person watching right now, considering that it's going on one o'clock in the morning. And people in the comments, show of hands... Who watched Dragon Ball Z on Toonami when it first came out and it was in a Frieza arc and then it reverted back to Raditz? 
this guy right here, I'm one of them. So, that was actually, it was a good thing for me. Because then I got to watch the show from the first episode. And then I got back up to the Frieza arc. And then once it got right to where Goku and Frieza first met, like on the battlefield, then it goes back to Raditz. And it did this not once, not twice, not three, not four, not five, not six, but seven fucking times. Seven. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Rye 87. Yes, I know. I'm basic because I am a Dragon Ball fan. You know what? That's fine. I will explain why my number one is Dragon Ball Z here in a moment. The reason that it is my favorite is because, and I'm keep in mind, Brotherhood almost knocked it down to two. Because uh, Brotherhood, like I said, is the only thing that really got me off my seat and was rooting for the protagonist to kick ass. <clears throat> but... Uh, it's a nostalgia uh, thing for me, honestly, with Dragon Ball Z. That, and I have a personal connection with Dragon Ball Z because my uncle uh, was actually personally interviewed by Akira Toriyama. Um, he came over, flew over from Japan, and actually sat and had lunch with my uncle. Uh, and... My uncle at the time was working for Cartoon Network because he worked on shows like Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Uh, he helped do some background animation for Teen Titans uh, back when it was starting to get going. It wasn't officially out, but they were working on it. <clears throat> and he did a bunch of Disney films. Uh, he did some background animations and Disney films. He worked on the Animatrix. <clears throat> and my uncle, who is an anime fan, went and said in the meeting with Toriyama, because I, I was talking with my uncle about this uh, when I had first met him when I went out to California many, many years ago. And he was telling me all about this, and I asked him why he didn't take the job. Because, like, nowadays, it was a no-brainer by that point. When I met my uncle, Dragon Ball Z was huge. It was the number one watch show at that time. And he went and said his reasoning was, and he had said this to Toriyama, is Dragon Ball didn't hit well in the States. It didn't hit well in North America, period. And he didn't see the appeal for Dragon Ball Z. He himself liked Dragon Ball Z, but he didn't see how the masses would it would be appealing. 
So he passed it. And he kicks himself every single day for passing on it. His best friend that he worked with at Cartoon Network went and became one of the lead animators for uh, when it came over here to the States because they had to do some touch-up work, like doing some censorship and what have you. Um, because, you know, American law is different than Japanese law. So you got to censor some shit out. Like, Roshi's um, drink, I think it's like in the first or second episode of the show, it changes like the the color like five different times. And if you watch uh, TFS Abridged, it makes reference to that. That's the shit that my uncle would have been doing to make it American appropriate. <clears throat> so... But the personal connection and the nostalgia trip for me, it was my big lead into uh, anime. Again, I lived in the middle of the woods in the middle of fucking nowhere. And if it was on TV, I watched it uh, to keep myself occupied. Because other than that, the only thing that I had to occupy myself was to go walk in the tree, walk in the woods and just whatever <clears throat> so that's the reason why it's on my top 10 now rye i would if you're still on which i'm assuming that you are because i see i got one viewer here yet i would love to get your top 10 so i am going to take this banner off and right there is my uh twitter account um tag so if you have twitter go on there and personally message me send me a direct message send me your top 10 or hell uh mention me in a tweet and send me your top 10 i would love to know your top 10 because i want to make a a top 10 of uh fans list because what i'm going to do is i'm going to take the average of every single person's list and then figure out where the rankings go by popularity. And if there are shows out there that I haven't seen yet or I haven't heard of, I will gladly watch them. I am always looking for new content. So I always I want to consume more and learn about more content and what have you. Uh, I know it's at slightly outside of my top ten, but uh, honorable mention has to be tiger and bunny tiger and bunny i found to be absolutely hilarious just because of how the two characters riff off of each other and i guess another honorable mention would be uh the um, series k granted it's been a long time since i watched it it's only 13 episodes and i still have yet to watch the second season which i think is called missing kings maybe that's the movie i don't remember but um, I do remember that I really liked that show. I liked the premise of that show and I need to rewatch that show because then I remember that Kay really messed with me. But then again, I was also watching it while I was also in grief from losing my wife. So I need to rewatch that show again with a clear head and see if I still enjoy that show. But as of now, I would say that's definitely within my top 15. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, send me a message, send me a tweet, hit me on Facebook. I mean, just look up Hotel Nerd on Facebook. You'll find me. You'll find Hotel Nerd Network page. You'll find a Hotel Nerd. I can't talk right. Hotel Nerd Facebook group. You can hit me multiple different directions. If I don't get it on one platform, I'll definitely get it on another. Hell, send me your top 10. Better yet, send me if, uh, well, you're on Twitch, uh, Rye. Go on the YouTube, find me on YouTube, and uh, put it in the comments, uh, your top 10. That would even work. That would actually be the best way to do it because uh, anything, whether it be a like, a dislike, a comment, a subscription, all the above, it helps the analytics with the way that YouTube does their stuff. Uh to get my content more visible on their website. It's just how it works, unfortunately. But uh, with that said, I am going to call it a night. I have been out shoveling snow all damn night and um, finally getting ready to lay down and relax because I have another day of it tomorrow, being that we still have another uh, 20 inches to go, unfortunately. Ah, the wonders of my job. <laughs> so with that, I will call it a night. Have a good night. And also, I am planning on doing top tens weekly. I am starting to get show notes put together. And I am planning on releasing these uh, automatically. They won't be live. They'll be pre-recorded. I'm planning on, here in the very near future recording multiple episodes and releasing them weekly and it's looking like i'm leaning on doing saturdays but i don't know what time yet so uh with that i will let you go i will call it a night and like i said the next uh time you'll see this show it'll be pre-recorded but by all means comment 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 do everything, like, subscribe, unlike, dislike, whatever it is that you need to do on YouTube or wherever you're watching this. And it helps get this content visible. It helps me be able to maybe take the next step of what I need to take to make things better. And again, I'm open to suggestions all the time. I'm open to criticisms all the time. I won't get offended by things. I promise you that. If I'm messing something up, I want to know. If you think I can do something better, you think I'm doing something well, but you think I can do it better, I want to know. So I'm always open to hearing feedback from everybody that watches us. So with that, good night. Stay safe, especially if you're in the Northeast United States. Stay off the damn roads unless you absolutely have to go out. Because it's not fun out there right now, guys. It ain't fun at all. And we still haven't even hit the meat and potatoes of this damn storm yet. So, have a good night, everybody.